0: Hey guys, welcome to The Health Addict Show. Before we get started, though, I wanna cover a couple things. This show is for entertainment purposes only, meaning I am not your doctor. So if you have questions or concerns about your own health, please ask a physician, okay? Get the right information for you. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. everybody. Welcome to the Health Addict Show. I'm, I'm your host, Tommy J. Sorry for a little bit delay there. You know, I try and put episodes out every week, but I had to take some me time. It was my time this week. You know why? Because it was my birthday. Yeah, it took some time off for my birthday. You have to, especially in these times when everything's so busy. Healthcare's super busy. We're overworked. Well, I shouldn't say we're overworked. I kind of blame myself for that part. But the point is, you got to take some me time. You got to stay healthy. You got to do things that you enjoy. Family, friends, and, well, in my case, take a hitch ride to Vegas. But the point is, take some me time if you haven't yet because you got to stay healthy. And you know what? It's kind of a good topic to go right into. I think we'll keep that as our topic for today. I think we're going to talk about some health tips for traveling. and This is an important topic to talk about really, because let's face it, you're in crowded areas for one. If you're taking a plane, you're in an enclosed space with a lot of people too, and you're traveling into areas that while you're compromised with your own biome in a certain area, you're taking a whole entire environment and putting yourself into somewhere where you maybe haven't been exposed to some viruses or bacteria yet, so your body doesn't have the immune response as should. So, it's important to understand we have to really prepare ourselves for travel because it keeps us healthy if we do. And if we're underprepared, well, you catch your colds. That's where it happens. Now, some of these tips are going to seem pretty self-explanatory. You're going to be like, what the heck? Come on, man. I'm not that dumb. But you know what? Sometimes a good reminder, just to have it in the back of our heads like, hey, am I doing this? Am I making this checklist? It's sometimes good to have so we can make that in mind checklist, knowing when we start to travel, we have all our ducks in a row so that we can keep ourselves healthy. All right. So the first one's going to be washing your hands. This is a super important one. You need to be regularly washing your hands. And I'm not just saying just after the bathroom. I'm talking about before you eat, before you drink, before you do anything that you physically are putting inside of your body needs to be cleansed before you do that because that's the main vector is you consuming product and those vectors getting inside of you and causing infection. Now, this isn't just something that like, let's say you are eating at home, it's not a big deal, but if you're going out to eat in these public spaces, you should be washing your hands. I'm not saying you have to always go to the bathroom and physically wash your hands, which is good because not only are you killing bacteria with antibacterial soap, but you're physically washing spores and particles and anything else off of your hands mechanically with water and soap. So it's really a good idea to wash your hands regularly. You don't have to do it every 30 seconds. You have a biome to your hands too that help protect and keep your hands healthy. But the point is you're trying to limit the amount of stuff that goes into your body by washing your hands. So good idea is carry hand sanitizer. Use it if you're going out to eat, or if you're going into a large public space, like a meeting, or let's say you're going to a conference. Keep some hand sanitizer with you and wash your hands here and there. This will help keep the bacteria and viruses off of your hands and you consuming them. Now, speaking of consuming things, the main thing we should be focusing on is consuming healthy foods. A lot of times we don't really have the opportunities to make really healthy food when we're traveling but we don't really take the necessary steps to make that happen, because we're always thinking of what is easiest. We're traveling, we're tired. There really isn't like a full kitchen, a lot of hotel rooms, so it's like, well, I'm not gonna be able to eat my normal meal, so we'll just go out to eat. This is an important step for most people. Because let's face it, there's usually a grocery store near most places that we're staying at. They want to be convenient for most people because they want to earn the revenues from being able to be specifically located near hotels. So you should be going to these grocery stores and getting a lot of your main foods from here. I'm not saying you can't go out to eat. I mean, you should just be eating healthy choices when you go out to eat too. I mean, between eating fresh vegetables and low, low fat meals is probably a good idea anyway. But... The idea that you can make your own food, limit the amount of extra calories that you don't need, all the sugar that isn't good for you, and help keep your body maintaining its normal homeostasis is optimal at all times. So the recommendation is try to find a grocery store, get some at least most of your meals made by yourself. Because if you're having someone else pre-make it for you, there's a chance of you getting sick from that or just going out to eat, there's increased risk for getting sick. Again, I'm not saying you can't go out to eat, but I would try to limit how much you're going out to eat and try to eat regular healthy foods. But not only is eating healthy foods good for you, you get a lot of vitamins and minerals. And this is the next one. Making sure you're consuming vitamins and minerals that help support a healthy immune system. Our immune system is critical to making sure that we're not taken over by a foreign host. It makes sure that viruses and bacteria can't replicate inside our body and take over because we need our body to run normally and we can't have viruses and bacteria taking in, consuming our byproducts and cells, and then eventually we can't function. So to keep a healthy immune system is super important, especially during travel. And how do we do that? By providing the essential vitamins and minerals that keep that immune system strong because not only is a healthy diet important you need to be consuming things like vitamin c vitamin e vitamin a vitamin d iron there's also folic acid there's also zinc these are important vitamins and minerals to keep our immune system strong now i'm not saying you have to take all these supplements all the time I definitely would focus on a few of them, or if you can take a multivitamin, I would say take a multivitamin to get a lot of these nutrients. These are super important to keeping that immune system strong, and if it helps you from getting sick, why not? Especially since they're so cheap these days. I mean, I'm sure a once a day vitamin now runs 10 bucks, and you get pretty much three or four months supply of it, and that keeps you from getting sick. I think the 10 bucks is worth it. Now remember though, there is daily recommended values for these vitamins. To overconsume is very dangerous. Your kidneys can only filter and function so hard when you're overconsuming a lot of these vitamins and minerals. It's also hard on the liver if you're overdoing it. So don't overdo it, but take the recommended amount, okay? Most bottles are labeled and there's a lot of information on the internet. And if you want more information, I can always provide it. But the point is make sure you take the right allotted amount. Don't overdo it. Speaking of not overdoing it, the next step is to sleep. Sleep is a vital, vital, vital part of our life. We need to sleep. Sleep is our recovery phase. Because let's face it, sleep is that time that our body recovers. It's that time that we rest, digest, get all of our organs back to normal. If we don't sleep, you know you don't sleep because you're tired, you're lethargic, you feel run down. Well, guess what? Your immune system is run down too if you're not sleeping. So make sure you get the adequate six to eight hours of sleep. And it's hard to do that when you travel because there's jet lag, there's time shifts, there's just the uncomfortability of being in a foreign place. But the point is you have to try to sleep and make sure you give yourself enough time to get some sleep. So recommendation, turning off the lights, making sure the TV isn't on when you're trying to sleep, making sure because blue light is definitely not gonna help you sleep making sure that you're drinking plenty of water, making sure you're hydrated, making sure that you have the necessary things to sleep if you can't, like a sleep aid maybe. The point is though, make sure you're getting your sleep. And speaking of staying hydrated, that's the next tip. You have to stay hydrated. Your body can't run efficiently if it doesn't have the hydration levels that it needs. I'm talking electrolytes, salts, fluids. You need all these things for your body to run efficiently. I mean, your blood pressure depends on it and your organs need blood pressure to push blood through it, to get oxygen in, carbon dioxide out, nutrients in, waste out. So the point is you have to stay hydrated. And we all know what happens when you're dehydrated, you feel like crap. And this is super important if you're traveling somewhere that's super warm too, you gotta stay hydrated. You're gonna sweat more, you're gonna evaporate more. As far as what water is in your body, you're gonna consume more water because of this. Your body's gonna utilize more, so you have to stay hydrated. Heat stroke is not a funny thing. It is severely dangerous for a lot of people. So make sure you're drinking plenty of water, especially if you're going to a warmer climate, to keep that body fully hydrated. And speaking of sun, we have another one for this one, and that's wearing the correct sun protection if you're in a hot, warm climate. Your skin is a very vital organ to your body, and if you're not protecting it, you're putting yourself at a huge risk, because for one, burns suck. For two, if you're not taking care of your skin and making sure that that UV rays aren't getting in, you put yourself at an unnecessary risk for skin cancer. So make sure you're wearing good protection sunblock for the area. And I know a lot of people on this podcast are probably saying, well, maybe I want a tan. So I'm going to wear a little bit less. Okay. So you're still wearing some sunblock, which is good. I understand that some people want to get a good tan while they're there, but burning yourself is not the way to get it. Make sure you get a slow buildup of tan, not a over the night build of tan. That's not how you do it. Your skin doesn't like that. You're going to be itchy, peeling, uncomfortable. Like I said, burns suck, especially if they start becoming second degree, third degree, you just don't want this to happen. So make sure you're wearing the correct sunblock for the area that you're going to. So remember one other thing, your skin is your main barrier from protecting yourself from getting other vectors, viruses, bacteria into your body. So if you lose that barrier, you're putting yourself up for risk. Especially with second degree burns, when there's blistering, the skin breaks, the fluid comes out. Now you have an open gateway for things to enter your body. So the main idea is protect that skin, okay? You need to protect it. You have one skin for the most of your life. Yes, it does regenerate. Yes, you go through skin cells pretty darn fast if you think about the regeneration layer of your epidermis and your dermis. But overall, your skin keeps a main basal layer. So if you something happens to that layer from burning, sunburns, or other actions, it's important to remember that this can significantly affect the rest of your life. So wear sunblock when going out into the hot sun. And not only is the hot weather important to know about, it's the cold weather as well. Make sure you pack enough clothes and warm clothes if you're traveling to a colder area, such as us in Michigan. It gets cold here, it gets negative here sometimes. It's icy, rainy, and nasty in the winter. If you don't have the right clothes, you pretty much set yourself up for failure because what happens is your core temperature drops down. That's dangerous, not only for your body to function properly, but it's how we keep other immunal bugs out of our body. Our hot temperature is not a natural environment for them to live in. That's why we get a fever if we raise the temperature, certain viruses and vectors can't survive in it. So if you lower that outside temperature and allow for a more susceptible environment for an opportunist to jump in, you really need to keep your body warm. Wear warm jackets, wear warm sweaters, wear warm pants. Don't be going out in short shorts and sandals in when it's 20 degrees outside. It's not smart. Prepare for the weather that you're going to. All right, here's another little tidbit I don't think a lot of people talk about, and it's about the decibel levels on a plane. The average decibel level on a plane is 85, which is really, really high if you think about it. This level actually, at long periods of time, has been known to cause permanent hearing damage. We're talking about the levels of near a hair dryer, vacuum cleaner, city, busy city street, road noise, a large truck or motorcycle being right next to you at a very long period, and people travel on planes for hours on end. So the idea is it might be a good idea to have hearing protection while on a plane. This includes noise-canceling headphones or just even earplugs in case of heavy noise, especially if you're on the side right next to the engines of the plane. Keep that in mind. It is always good to protect your ears because again you only have one set of ears and you wanna keep them for the rest of your life. All right, so this last one, we might lose a couple people on, but that's okay. I think it's an important step, and that is to mask up. Masking up is one of the best ways to keep opportunist infections out of your body. And just think about it. You have a big barrier over your oral pharynx keeping you from spreading disease and other diseases spreading to you. And this is a great way to making sure that opportunist infection doesn't try to jump into your bones. So the point is, if you're wearing a mask, especially in an enclosed, very tight space, such as a plane, you should be very careful, okay? Especially with COVID still going around. It's not so much right now. It seems to be dwindling down a little bit, especially at our hospital. I think we peaked out and it's the amount of people that have been infected is now coming down because so many people were infected, but it doesn't mean that you still can't catch COVID or if there's another variant coming out. The point is, By masking up, you protect yourself and the others around you, especially if you don't even know if you have COVID. Yeah, you tested negative yesterday, but you may have seen some other people and now you're positive today. COVID is so unpredictable. And so are a lot of other flu strains. So please mask up if you're traveling, okay? It'll keep you and others safe. And again, you don't wanna be sick. You came to travel. You came to have a good time. You don't want to be sick, feeling nasty in your hotel room, sitting there laying in bed, wishing you did some better things so you felt better. Take care of your body, okay? Take care of yourself. It's one of the best gifts you can give yourself if you stay healthy. So wear the mask, take your vitamins, travel safely, and you're going to have a really good time. All right, folks, I gave you 10 good ways to stay healthy while traveling, and I hope you utilize them. It'll really help, even if you just do a few of them you'll significantly decrease the chances of you getting sick. All right, folks, that's all I got for you today. If you want to listen to more content, I suggest subscribing to the podcast on any platform that you're listening to on. Also subscribing to the social media platform so you know when the content comes out as well. But if you have questions, concerns, email me, text me, send me a private message. I'll get back with you, okay? I appreciate you all for listening. Stay addicted to your health, and I will see you next time.